there was a billboard in downtown Phoenix of my mom, like, you know, promoting their website. And she's in her like little like teeny bikini and making her sex face. This is they hadn't told me anything. It was kind of like they would, you know, it was weird. But he would be like, oh, there she is. Look at her. It's like, there's my mom. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in to the Redacted Podcast. We have our guest here in the studio today who's agreed to come on. She's got a hell of a story. Um, She's anonymous. Uh, We got Pamela back there. She's running the soundboard, the video board. She's been sworn to secrecy, so she won't reveal your identity. I won't. Um, But thank you for coming on, you know. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. You had kind of a a strange story and something that kind of caught me about it was like, okay, so your story was my parents were porn stars, Mm -hmm. which is unrelatable in a lot of ways. Unrelatable. Yeah. I mean, and I think what, (laughs) what kind of catches me is most people look at their parents. Like, I don't even think my parents have sex. (laughs) I don't think they've had sex since they made me. (laughs) And here you are growing up. You said growing up with a... Yeah, from the time I was five to about 17, to 17. Wow. Five years old. Five years old, yes. That's when it all began. Um, Okay. So they were both critical care nurses at a really well-known hospital in Arizona. And um, basically in 1999, they were fired from their jobs and put on suspension uh, for having their own website that just had uh, nude pictures of my mother. They were fired because it, employees came to like the supervisor saying that they were, were trying to recruit them for their new porn site. So wait, let me, so this is, you're five years old at this point. I'm five years old. Yes. Whenever the story went it made national news okay. um, headlines like um, they were on Fox Files 2020, the yeah. O'Reilly Factor, Howard Stern. They had a little article in Rolling Stone magazine. Honestly, all it did was promote it and market the website more because they were charging fourteen ninety five a month. Okay. Yeah. So in, in 1999, this was like the beginning of internet porn there was no porn hub there it, was it no loop, really you know, was YouTube. Yeah. yeah and so i mean this is the era of jenna jameson they were really yeah. they were actually like frenemies and uh frenemies yeah i was told my dad actually told me uh, when i was like in high school he's like oh yeah the reason why we didn't get as big as jenna's because we had children <laughs> or like you know i mean like we couldn't like i was like okay, travel cool. and right yeah travel um make it really more public i mean you know and have like you know your um, just your merch like they. Eh. So let's back up just a little bit. Cause I mean, you kind of glazed over something that's 
So they were working as nurses, registered nurses okay, yeah. in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And the, I guess the claim was that they were trying to recruit the other employees Correct. to be in their porn. Correct. So how long had they been shooting it by the point? You don't know. Not sure. Not long though. Okay. So the, this was like a side hustle. They said the reason they why jobs, they, they, they I mean, right they were making it jobs. around they were making around a hundred thousand a year combined in nineteen ninety nine. That's decent money. Yeah, we were living well. Yeah, um, not above our means, not below our means. Nice house, I mean, yeah. suburb, yeah, some kind mm-hmm. of okay. Mm-hmm. And um, they so somebody found out about that. Yes. So it, they were, the whole thing was, um, it was like a morals clause. So, you know, you can, you're, you can get fired for yeah. things you do on your off time. And that's what yeah. it made like a big hit. It was the first of this kind of, um, story. And, you know, I found out because I was about six years old mm-hmm. from watching, I would always watch like the home VHS tapes of like us, you know, as me little, little baby, like Christmases and, all that thing. And I was like, well, I'd watch them every day, you know, and but yeah. I found old one. I found unmarked VHSs. Uh-oh, the, the old unmarked yeah. VHS, man. Yeah. And it, I turned on, it's my mother sitting there in a short skirt on a late night talk show, like with like, you know, yeah, like it was actually the O'Reilly factor is what, um, wow, which what it was. And um, yeah, it's my mom and my dad sitting there. It was my dad there too. And just like, acting i'd never seen her act like that i mean but i have but like it's just it was like her the way that she puts herself on her persona yeah like she really plays into that whole dumb blonde like the old pamela anderson kind of exactly that is the look that's the look you know that was that was it and that's what people wanted i suppose in some way yeah Mm -hmm. or expected right but she she, she wasn't like, like that. If you looked at her, no, she was, she was. Oh, but like I'm saying, like um, for instance, if I was sick for school, right, and I didn't couldn't go into school. You have to call the school, and like here she's talking to me, here like you know normal voice uh, on the phone. Hi, oh, this is so and so's mother. <laughs> like, but like you know, and just like then hang up the phone. Well, every mom has yeah. a phone voice, but it's like. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, yeah, that was the, the thing voice. back okay. in the day. Mom's got the phone voice, right? Where she's like yelling at you, and then she picks right. up the phone. Her friends and she's like, "Hi, <laughs> how are you?" Yeah, I remember I that. realizing that something was kind of off because in my they said they were nurses to me. They never disclosed to me what was going on. To this day, I never was told or sat down and said, "Hey, this is what we do." Yeah. And they told my older brother because he was eleven, I was five. And, um, you know, the whole time though, they're not going to the hospital. They had another house, another location where they would go and shoot. So they wouldn't so do is it. this in, after they got fired? I'm a, well, yeah, I'm yeah. A, yes. After they got fired. Um, because after that, they really like took off because with that much publicity, they were like the first three months they had 53,000 subscribers paying 1495 a month. Jeez. And it just went, it skyrocketed around. Their peak was around 2005, 2006. And this wow. was the ninth. So like, yeah. And they were million. They made millions. Wow. Us, yes. They lost millions too, but they made millions. Well, that's how it goes. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Easy come, easy go. Absolutely. So um, 
and to kind of back up there a little bit too. So, I mean, obviously they probably, and I mean, you were young, you can't suppose this, I guess, but it's an interesting question. Like they got fired for their business. It was probably the best thing that happened because, I mean, did they, they probably approached the media like with, with their, you know, righteous sword, like we got fired for this shit. But I mean, one, it's a good story Two. Right. That's a lot of publicity. Right. I mean, and then the reasoning, too, that they would be like, oh, we were just doing it for some extra side cash. We would have been happy with 200 extra dollars a month, honestly. And we really wanted to save up for our college or college education for our kids. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So at so five or six years old, now this is like everyone knows this and everyone knows your parents and like you were saying earlier, like teachers and other kids and stuff like that are, are seeing this now. Right. So, oh, and to piggyback off of that. Oh, sure. Did my parents pay for my college education? No, they lost everything before I even graduated high school. So oh, <laughs> was it really yeah. worth it? But maybe so they thought the about question? it. They thought about it for a minute. Right. What were you asking <laughs> again? I'm sorry. So at five or six years old, um, you're kind of, um, are you hearing the, the whispers and the snickers and the, yes, that kind of, that yes. I only had, so I would go to school and I thought I was like the biggest freak weirdo. I was nicknamed, I was bullied really hard. Like really? I was called the ugly duckling. Um, and also, um, all of the people, I was never invited to any birthday parties, any sleepovers. I would see all the other kids going and I just never was, you know, because the kids were told by the, my, their parents yeah. not to associate with me because I'm a bad influence based on what my parents did, which I understand completely. Why would you want your kid to be around potential exposure that is not, no, that's just they, not They it. viewed it as... You know, they, they viewed they it as exactly it what it was as they yes, as a, what it was. Yeah. And um, you know, CPS got involved. And that's just to stop there, that's I mean, I get it, but that's a little fucked up because that's a kid. Right. And I didn't really know that that was the reason. I didn't had no idea they like, knew. I feel like someone could be in just, you know, it maybe and maybe that's this day and age. I don't know. I feel like somebody could be in porn and your kids could play with it. Like nowadays, uh, definitely. I mean, with OnlyFans and all of that, like with people, it's more. Yeah, it's more. Um, I mean, but I feel like people are a lot less. Um, I don't know. There's always going to be um, haters, no matter what, when you're in that well, line of work for two. But and just in the industry in general, like, right? I mean, not good or bad. It, it's something that exists you're that people want to buy, and I mean people can be very successful and happy with it. And it just seems like a lot of that's come into a little more understanding. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. why it's an industry that will exist and people will do it and people will pay for it no matter what. Mm -hmm. And some people probably do a great job with it and have nice lives and, mm -hmm. you know, save their money and build some kind of a business off of it. And that's great. And, I don't know. It just seems really fucked up. And I know that's, I don't know, maybe old um, fake righteousness that people had. And, and maybe you have to think too. And I mean, your story is 
but just with that situation where your parents do work in porn. Right. It's like, you know, all the other moms and stuff, or there's got to be like a I really jealousy, wanna... or mm-hmm. there's got to be this like, oh, we're going to judge them because we can, but really we're just insecure and jealous and close-minded. Right. Well, this what happened, um, you know, like in, we lived in a, a suburb neighborhood and like there was a big community mailbox. Like, you know I mean? You'd walk to the mailbox and like, and they put, um, someone put a paper printed out and it had like, it had a picture of my mom and it says, come C-U-M to my house. And it had little pull tabs at the bottom with our address on it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's fucked up. And we had to get people calling our house. And I mean, I answered once and uh, it was me and my brother home alone. That happened often. And my older brother would have, would be in charge of babysitting me. Um, and someone answered the phone or called me. I answered the phone and they're like, are your parents home? I'm like, no, I was young, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was like, hung up the phone real quick. You can't say that. Like, um, Jeez. Yeah, because like he's like, and then you know, it became scary, and I didn't feel safe. I didn't yeah. trust them because they're lying to me. I know they're lying, and I was so scared to even say anything because. Well, did you really even understand? Uh, what no, was going I didn't on? even know what really sex was yet, but no. I knew that like I could hear the noises. I could hear like the slapping noises, the moaning. So they it's were like, filming this stuff at home. They were. Um, they must have filmed some content there. They had to have because I could hear it, but also too I could hear the editing my dad would be doing in his on his laptop, and then in our backyard he'd be in his recliner and like when he leaned back it would open up the blinds, mm-hmm. and uh, so I could like peek in and see behind him. Mm, that's fucked up. And um, that's how I seen. That's how I know been my a mom more discreet. Right. Well, I, that's how I found out my mom um, collaborated with Ron Jeremy. Because you saw it through um, the... I, I could hear, she'd be like, hey, Ron. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But you didn't know who Ron Jeremy was. No, this no. But my never... brother had a had a um, a photo of him, of his headshot, like a pic, you know, with a, like a whole, like, you know. Like a signed picture. Yes, of yeah, Ron right, yeah, yeah. How the hell did so he get that? Because she collabed with him. He, he was involved, he was like put into it but like since i was a girl i guess to my dad had you mean he was led into it not put exposed into it. to it more yeah, than yeah. me i would say because of his age and being older all of his friends loved him like he was the man because like his mom was hot i was Jeez. like i was disgusting and a, a whore because my mom was hot yeah well <laughs> that I, I think that I mean, and a little off track, but that kind of brings up an interesting point of like male-female dynamics, mm, like the yeah. cattiness, the jealousness that women can, Oh yeah, absolutely. even girls, like insecurity. Mm-hmm. And then dudes are just like, heck yeah, mm-hmm. good job. Right. Like that's absolutely. kind of, I mean, that's, a, that's right. a funny example of that. Like, you know, when I, got, when I got older, not to get off track real quick, but like getting older and being a teenager, trying to figure out who I am as a woman, or, you know, as a girl, a woman, yeah. um, you know, I would get, my dad would be like, you're just so jealous of your mom and it's showing. I'm like, jealous? She bought the same outfit of, as me from Aeropostale and like trying to act like she's my sister. 
I'm not oh, jealous. Man. Jealous? I think like, you know, yeah, I get it. Like Aeropostale. That's yeah. a, are those open anymore? I don't even know, man. Was it Aeropostale? Or was it Aeropostale? Yeah, I think that's the that's like the fancy way it's like the That was a fancy store. Oh, it, yeah, it was it like was expensive. it was like LFO and mm-hmm. And that's the thing too. Like, I mean, I was spoiled, rotten, but I was I know now that I was trying to get their attention in any way possible. And I would be a brat. They would give me anything I wanted materialistically, but what I needed was emotional connection. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't, I was completely shut off at that young age, like none. They just kind of kept you in the dark. It was all fake. What about like bullying, like Mm. um, of you? They Like by other kids was there. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I was elements of that. Yeah. Like I touched on that a little bit. Like, um, I like, how did that progress? How did that go? Did it stop at some point when you got older? Did, did the story ever die down? Did the, so, all right. Whenever, you know, in elementary school, um, as I was getting older, I, I would say about like maybe fifth grade, that's whenever I moved to a different school mm-hmm. and people knew there too, even though we were like 45 minutes away, they knew. Um, and this was a uppity so neighborhood like f- four or five years later. Right. And this is when they're getting more money. They like built a $700,000 home, their dream home, then bought another oh, wow. $1.3 million home oh, wow. in the desert. And, uh, you know, I was, so for instance, I had a friend who lived right next door to me. And one time it took her a while to ask me, or she's like, um, so-and-so told me that your mom and dad are porn stars. And I would get like, so defensive. Oh no, 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 they're not. I promise they're not. They're not. I know. I get that a lot. People have been saying that, but like, it looks like her, but it's not her. This is fifth grade. This is around fifth. And if you grade. could even understand what a porn star is, right? I mean, at that time, I knew what you, a porn you star was, understood. but like, right? And uh, so I knew people talked about it amongst themselves behind my back. You know, a lot of people wouldn't um, approach it or say anything, but they would treat me differently for sure. Um, but then sometimes it would be brought up by like one other yeah. friend, be like, you know, our um, and so whenever. Right around that age, right around seventh grade, my dad, I was like 13. My dad approached me with, um, would you like to move to Texas or Florida? Because really, I don't want you to enter high school and go to a party and, you know, get raped because they want to know if you can do it as good as your mom. Oh, shit. And so that was him telling me that was the only time that I was told, like, what they're doing, kind of like what they were taking, what they were doing. That's a fucked up way to put it. And I said, well, Florida, yeah, you know, duh, never even been there, but yeah, moved to Florida. And so they tried to start over completely. They tried to reinvent themselves, right? Didn't really know what that looked like, just wanted to get away from the exposure because, I mean, there was a billboard in downtown Phoenix of my mom, like, you know, promoting their website. And she's in her, like, little, like, teeny bikini and making her sex face and uh, my dad would brag a lot too he would like to show off things and um 
of how like, you know, they would do things behind the scenes, like, you know, how they would make things work like for different scenes, like as far as, um, so was he like doing the, my dad was a producer. Yeah. He was a producer, but he's also, I've just learned this. He, um, he would be like behind the camera watching my mom have sex with some other guy or um, he, my dad would be the one having sex with my mom. And also too, he created a whole empire. He had a whole slew of porn, other porn stars underneath like their umbrella that he, he had like a bunch, like six different sites. Um, so they would make content and he would basically like market it and post it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. He also ran her Twitter and ran her, um, just her social media and he did the business. Right. Thing. And so whenever we moved to Florida, my mom, um, at 13, 13, so, okay. my mom became a sales employee at the local sports authority, making seven twenty five an hour. And what? oh, because they went bankrupt too. I forgot to mention that they okay. were $3 million in debt. So starting over meeting, like we couldn't have no debit cards, no credit happen? cards. I don't know. That's, that's still a mystery to me. I have no idea. They, they honestly, they, it's hard for me to bad business decisions. Um, they got really materialistic, really, really, um, they would buy just too much. I mean, you don't need a $1.3 million home. We already have a $700,000 home. That's too big that you, you know, you pay people to clean it. And I don't even sit in most, I don't, does anyone even sit in that room? What's that for? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, what is it? What is the obsession with really? I mean, I guess it's like keeping up with the Joneses, but like they were the Joneses in their mind. So they just like mm. where they lost all of their money. And then, so we moved to Florida, um, you know, my dad would be like, look at all these credit cards I had, like a stack, like four inches high. And uh, I didn't understand it then either. Even at that age, I didn't really understand like what, what and do you why. think that was about? He's proud. That he's got a lot of credit cards? That he like w was able to accrue. Built his credit? Yeah. Well, that, but no, nah, like <laughs> just like the money and the... um. Because they they reached a lot of success with it. I mean, how? I mean, that to them it was the coolest thing ever. Because that was a quote by my mom in one of the articles. We just thought it would be a cool thing to do. So, you know, it must have been cool because you know to have security guard for you and you know you're walking through like the Venetian and Vegas and at the porn convention and you have a fucking presidential suite. You have all these people wanting your autograph pictures with you. I mean, yeah. dang. I mean that. You know, they let it um, definitely. Um, they Go got to off. their heads. Oh, well, yeah, of yeah. course. Of course. Like, and um, God also, religion was not a thing in my home. Um, and that's how kind of how. So you weren't was. the church. I, yeah. Right. No, I didn't. I, I like wanted to because I wanted some normalcy. They weren't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me go. They like, no. We don't so do you that. wanted to go to church. I, wanted, I actually was at TGI Fridays at dinner with them once. Mm -hmm. And I was young. I was like, maybe I was young, like around that age, like seven. I was like, I want to go to Sunday school or <laughs> vacation Bible school yeah. or whatever my grandma yeah. was telling me about. And my, they were like, oh, well, we don't do that stuff. And I was like, what? Why? And they're like, we just, we don't. And, um, yeah. you know, because 
they didn't want to get judged going to church because they didn't want to go to church anymore. They were their own gods. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how they lived their life. Um, well, and if they did, they probably wouldn't be treated well. Right. Exactly. So people would come up to us and you church know, isn't a place for, right. Especially then I think churches have come a long way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But back then that was, it was a place to go and look like you were, had it all together and look doing like the had right it all thing. together. Yeah. Like, look at me. I have God. I have it all together. Mm-hmm. Look how yeah. nicely we're dressed. Mm-hmm. And so, like, th- for instance, there was a girl across the street, my neighbor, um, who I went to school with, and her parents didn't even let them celebrate Halloween. They were that Christian. Yeah. They, and like, here they are across the street. It's like from, some Jehovah shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you know, across the street from, I really had no bad, like, whenever. I tell you, like, I could do whatever I wanted, honestly, like, because they didn't pay attention enough to, like, they didn't have, they were busy making their money, you know, and. Um, so the biggest thing you were lacking was maybe just communication and attention and time. Mm-hmm. Is that. And love. No. Unconditional love, because yeah. unconditional standard standards were placed onto me that I never really understood. They were all like you know, superficial things. It was like, you can't, I like, you know how it feels to get like an, had a girl, like, keep it up. I'm proud of you. How good it feels. Right. Well, just imagine like the opposite and being told like, you know, it's just one of those um, things that really make you feel bad about yourself. And it's like, why am I doing wrong that I can't, they it were harsh them. or had high standards. Yeah, like they would just, make fun of me. Um, and I get, and mind you, I'm getting bullied at school too. So this is through grade school, yes, junior high. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I got, I did, when I was in fifth grade in math class, I got suspended for the first time for drawing male genitalia. Had to go get sent okay. home to school. Yeah, the principal calls my parents down to the office or calls them to the office. While she goes through this flip picture book of each individual page, I had drawn a different wiener. <laughs> like it was like big ones, small ones, like chodes. Okay, and I like colored it and everything. Like, and I like had it, threw it away. Okay. Anyways, it was found and it was, you know, I got in trouble. And so they're, like, my dad's like pointing at the dick. Like, mind you, the principal knows what they do for a living too. Okay. And so my mom's like, or my dad's like, this is unacceptable. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> yeah and back now no now like i they had i know they had a good laugh about that one you know my i got the, my brother gave me the name wiener doodler and that stuck for a couple of years but um the wiener doodler wiener doodler yeah but so coming to florida <laughs> isn't that great coming to florida was a fresh start and mm-hmm. no one knew nobody knew over here it wasn't as big as over was they were there okay so nobody knew the internets and social could, media weren't quite in Full Correct. swing then. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so I got to start over and be someone different and I got treated completely different. I was, I wouldn't, I don't like the word popular, but I had friends, people. You had friends, like, you were accepted. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, then I ended up coming, becoming close friends with this one boy and ended up confiding and telling him like you know because i had to keep it all a secret that my parents said if you tell anyone that's on you if you want to go through whatever 
that's on you. But your brother seemed to have. My brother done stayed in Arizona. Right my brother stayed in Arizona. He left whenever he was seventeen, got married. Yeah. And never. That's the last. I mean, he didn't see me grow up in that way. Like, um. So he stayed in Arizona. So now I'm an only child. You know what I mean? And my brother was the one that they praised, the one that they, he could do no wrong. So I, you know what I mean? Now all of a sudden, like it's on me and, uh, I confided in this friend and he then told me he liked me. And I said, Oh, I thought we were just friends. So like, oh. and that hurt, broke his heart and then told everybody. Ah. And that's some junior high shit. Oh yeah. yeah. This was my freshman year of high school. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, it was affect. It affected my 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 relationship with my boyfriend at the time. You know, he came up to me one day and he was like, "So, why did this person say, or this person? Why were they saying that your mom was a porn star?" He's like, "I almost punched him in the face because I know that's not true." But like, why is he would even say that? And I'd be like, "I have no idea." I was so scared to lose that relationship because of that, and I also didn't want him to look her up. Cause that would hurt my feelings. Like, why don't like, if you're going to like it, you know what I mean? So I didn't tell him until after we were married, <laughs> but is what it is. But like, uh, let me, so yeah. So then the bullying though, uh, you know, I was called an ass. I was nasty. I was a slut. I lost my virginity before. I mean, like I didn't even lose my virginity, but people had said like they had sex with me. Um, you know, someone even wrote in the back of a toilet in the boys' room, I had sex with my name and no. uh, on this toilet. I spelled toilet wrong, but never even been in the boys' bathroom. So it's like, you know, that's kind of, that's like more of the ending of the bullying and what, you know, the cause and effect of that. Let me, let me ask this. So outside of what they did, so, so say just hypothetically, you can suppose on this and mm -hmm. reflect back on all this. But with the bullying, suppose they did it, but they were really kind, supported, loving, understanding, and gave you maybe the tools to understand that. Do you think that would have made it a lot easier? Oh, how? Yeah, of course. Like maybe it's it's not the job as, as much as right. the way that they handled it like right. we had kids i mean I'm, I'm in junior high high school we had kids with the nastiest grossest weirdest fucking stupid rumors and bullshit and she's a slut and oh this guy's masturbating in the bathroom and like mm -hmm. just dumb shit mm -hmm. and the one thing i noticed is as you watch people some people handle it and some people don't and a lot of that is probably in their parenting and their raising because mm -hmm. two people can get the same rumor, but it's like, if you have the tools, I feel like it wouldn't matter. Like you could almost lean into something or like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. But how, I mean, that would have made it totally different for you. Yeah. I think so. If I had known, if they would have sat you down and mm -hmm. been like, listen, this is what we do. We, we make good money at it. We're good at it. Mm -hmm. This is our thing. People don't understand this and that's their problem. And people are going to judge you. Right. And I'm sorry, but like this is, and we're here for you and we always got our family. And if they just gave you some of that, 
Oh, yeah, that would have been excellent. I wouldn't even, I, honestly, because... Would you say all the difference in the world? Just that's a yeah, I would think day. Yeah, I would think so. Because, I I mean, I don't blame... I mean, I I, I don't agree with the choices they made. Mm-hmm. Um, because they didn't need to do it. It's not like they were hurting for money. They had enough money. They had good careers. They really just... I don't know. You know, it's kind of like that. I really don't understand because why risk it? Yeah. Why? You have a family, you know? And then not only that, what choice, what, what, where did you guys agree that it would be okay or a good idea to lie to your daughter, your child, who obviously would be getting affected by this? You're stupid to not, they're very nice. Especially when you go to the media. Right. Especially when I mean, th- like I said, CPS got involved wanting, um, you know, got involved, checked like, you know, because it wasn't like they were expecting to walk in and see, you know, sex swings and dildos, but no, it wasn't like that. They, yeah. It was a normal house and, until you like open a couple drawers in their bedroom, but that's normal. Everyone's Anybody. Exactly. That, yeah. Exactly. They really did. That's one thing that I do commend them on. They weren't shooting, you know, next to my bedroom. That the, the what happened when I was in high school though is after she got a job at Sports Authority, she didn't last very long. I um, so me being young, you know, I I'm like fourteen ish, you know, my talking with my dad, and um, he's like, your mom got robbed today at work out of her Louis Vuitton bag. She had forty bucks cash, and Jeez. somebody stole it. And you know that really broke my heart because here's this woman is trying to restart her life and it's hard because you're making pennies to what you were just used to you were living this like life of why did they start doing why didn't they go back to the they did in a way okay they went to cam modeling or like cam girl stuff live live sex on the internet stuff so with the backing of her porn career she had a lot of fans so she would make a lot of money doing that. And so I agreed. I actually had a shared an office with my dad. We both had a computer and a desk. And we agreed I'll move my desk and computer into my room so that they can use that office space as her studio. It was right next door to my my bedroom. So you understood at this point. I understood at this point. Okay. And now I was now I'm involved. I'm in, I'm 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 like involved in the way that um I mean they were like, we're gonna get you some over the ear headphones. And we'll let you know whenever she's starting and let you know when it's over. And she would get like wasted doing it. Like, so she would do it for like hours and hours and hours because she would be making, but I would, I could hear the cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. If I took my headphones off, I, which I really, really tried not to, or if the song was skipping or, or, you know, the thing died or whatever was going on, I would be like, la, 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 because I could hear it. I could hear it and it would make me want to throw up because yeah, it was just up. like, like, you know, so my relationship with sex was very, very weird. That I, that, that part's definitely distasteful. Like go yeah. rent a Regis office or something. Right. And it's like, yeah. And so my dad at the time, then he, um, he actually became a drunk at 35, you know, he started drinking at like 33. Um, he came a, dr- became a drunk after like losing it all. And like, but then he got out, snapped out, you know, cleaned up a bit. So started your a job pretty as a parent. Young? I mean, comparatively, um, like what age were they when they had you? Uh, my mom was 25. When she had you? Yeah. My dad's like medium. the same age as her, or like a year older. Okay. Right. 
Yeah. So, um, that's young nowadays. Right. 25. Yeah. What was I saying? It wasn't back then. Oh, you were talking about when she would work in the office. Oh, yeah. Right. So. And this is through high school. Right. Yeah. This is high school. So here I, I, I am keeping this a secret. But not, like I said, cat's out of the bag. People are whispering. People talk. Um, even my best friends, I would lie to them, too. Because they, they would be like, yo, so, you know, ask me the question. I'll be like. No, no, because she had a tattoo on her, one of her tits, mm. like, and like, so you could definitely tell it's her. I mean, but, um, so I couldn't have friends over too embarrassing. My dad's a drunk and asshole one too. Like literally like going in public with him was humiliating because I'd be mortified. He'd be like, so talking to people like, like it was just, he was just an asshole, you know? And at 15, I mean, he was so bad, such a slob. I was convincing my mom to leave him. And then they throw me into the middle of their bullshit and make me their mediator, trying then to also get my, I don't really know, like, you know, my dad started going with, oh, well, you know, your mom, she never told you about sucking Travis's dick in Vegas, did she now? And I was like, what? And then my dad and my mom would be like, oh, yeah, well, you remember Chandler or or that's not her name, but her friend um, from grade school, he fucked her mom. I was like, a lot. And I was like, okay, well. So they're just doing this. They're just like, doing they're, this they're back this and open, forth. Right, right. And then, so this just like the exposure of this, I accepted it more now because I knew what was going well, now on. Now you're in on it. Right. I know. My dad would show me his camera tricks. I mean, he would, he showed me, he's like, hey, check this out. He brings out, it's like a plastic tube with a pump at the end. And he put conditioner and a little bit of water, shook it up. He's like, this is the way I can get a lot of cum shots. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I knew those were fake. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's um, really, really proud about it. I remember, like, I, like, my mom was on the billboard, the drive, I was 11, and we're going, you know, towards downtown. And then he was, he's like, I have a surprise for you. And... This is, they hadn't told me anything. It was kind of like they would, you know, it was weird, but he would be like, oh, there she is. Look at her. And it's like, there's my mom. And I was like, oh my God. Like what? But, um. What, what weirds me out more about that is that somebody used a billboard for a website. Hey. That's, that's. Yeah. It's like the late nineties, yeah. four years. Well, my dad was really good with the internet too. Like really good. Like he actually even opened a brick and mortar of uh, teaching people how to use the internet when it first came out. Like you could take an internet class. Oh yeah. So he was really well equipped and he was an early adopter. Yeah. And well, and I mean the fact that they even, he's really good at into the online. I mean, that was right. My whole family found out innovators. They just learned how to, I think it was only a few years before that they figured out how to send money on the internet. Mm -hmm. It was a big challenge. They had the internet for all these years and you couldn't pay for anything or buy anything. Wild. Right. Wow. And then, um, and I forgot who did it, but somebody like created a way that you could electronically like put in your credit they card. They definitely were, yeah. I mean, that was the... brand new. That was a couple mm-hmm. years old in 1999. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, they definitely, they were in the right place at the right time as far as that market goes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If that, so. So, and just kind of, I mean, you went through high school 
I ended up getting married um, to, I grad, so if I told my parents, point. right. Um, what happened was I'd always too would do like the opposite of what they told me to do. Cause I didn't want to end up like them. I knew that much. I really didn't yeah. like them that much. Loved them as my parents. Well, and kids do that. Right. Kids right. will hopefully I was really spot rebellious. the good things and mm -hmm. take the good things and see the bad things. And, right. But sometimes we go extreme, right. you know, sometimes you get a kid with, you know, pastor, you know, pastor parents, mm -hmm. and then they end up, you know, going on to be having a rough life um, and vice versa. I mean, I've known kids and friends and people who had, you know, shit parents and a shit upbringing, and they ended up being like super upstanding, smart, intelligent, successful, and moral. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of weird how mm -hmm. we take those opposites sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. You know, parenting's fucked up no matter what. Mm -hmm. You can oh, yeah. be the best parent They in the did world. the best that they could to their, you know, ability. Yeah. And uh, that's why I don't blame them. Like they, I've seen they great parents best. with shit kids and right. shit parents with great kids. Right. I mean, even as a parent now, like I got, I got girls that are grade school age. Mm -hmm. It's like, you see these fantastic parents and their kids are just shits mm -hmm. and vice versa. Like these horrible, neglectful right. parents. And then they have these like really polite or these kids that just went through crazy shit and they're super polite and respectful and intelligent. And you're like, man, what the fuck is the mm -hmm. secret here? How do you, right. and when you have kids, you're like, how the fuck do I do this? Right. There's, yeah. there's no right. answers. Right. You know, and like, so whenever tough. I presented, I was 16 when I had said, Hey, I want to get married. My ex or my boyfriend was in the army. He went into the army and, um, they said, you can get married as long as you're 17 and have your high school diploma. So I dropped out of public school the first week of my junior year, enrolled into an accelerated credit retrieval program and graduated as salutatorian one year early. Oh, wow and got married because that was the deal. He said, if I graduated with my, or if I got my high school diploma and I was, and I'm 17, let me get married. Uh, I was, my birthday is in March and by April I was married. And um, I had a therapist later tell me that's, that was my way of running away. Yeah. Getting away, you know what I mean? Cause I really don't understand why I got married. Why so young? Why? But then it made sense more, but um, yeah. So to kind of, um, Just fast forward, I yes. guess. Um, I think you said that when we were speaking earlier. So in your adult life now, you haven't had much of a relationship with him. No. Um, because Anymore. Right, yes. It's gotten to that point. And um, over the past, I'm 29 now, but over the past 10 years, I've struggled with um, a pretty gnarly heroin addiction. My brother is a severe alcoholic. He just had two years sober and just relapsed recently. I mean, he had, you know, at 32, cirrhosis of the liver, severe pancreatitis. Um, Fuck, that's yeah. Yeah, and like in the ICU all the time. And, you know, if you drink alcohol again, you're going to die. And, you know, um, in their minds, it's us only. And, you know, it's like, you know, I, my mom told me I was actually in the military and myself later on I tried to like escape uh, or try to get out you know 
trying to save me, save myself because I was using the heroin, but I didn't have a record. So I was able to kind of weasel my way in and um, thought that would make things better. But wherever you go, there you are. And if you have that kind of monkey on your back, it needs to be fed. So, um, You've had a pretty right. tough road in your adult life. Right, in my adult life, yeah. And, and, it's and been a, no longer have a relationship with them. No longer have a relationship with them because, and that's okay, I'm actually, it's I'm at peace with it. And that's just for now, who knows what's down the line. Exactly. I've had to accept that they're never going to say they are sorry. They're never going to say, yeah. I wish we would have done things differently. They're never going to say... Isn't that fucked up that people can't do that? It's it is fucked up. You know, I that's I've also what it's taught me is to just own my shit. Yeah. You know, if I if I fuck up, I so wanna know. The so only you know. person you can control is yourself right. too. And that's the fucking weird thing that takes people so long to realize. It's like you may never get an apology. Right. You can't make someone do something. And I've been blessed too, though, with um, other woman figures because I just had really bad mommy issues. I had daddy issues too, but me and my dad were tighter. Me and my mom just, oh gosh, we just, it was bad. And, uh, you know, as far as just like th the rules of a woman, you know, cleaning, cooking, like, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. basic yeah. stuff. I didn't have that. The nurturing, I didn't have nurturing capabilities and she didn't set I a had, good example right until i yeah. had my child and i was just like you know it changed everything um and two i see with my my child how I, that was a big fear of mine too i was like i don't know how i'm gonna explain that to my kid or if it's gonna come up or ever whatever but um they maintain a relationship with my son and um i can see glimpses back of my past like my childhood and how they just didn't get it. Like yeah. my dad did. My dad's really great with kids, really great with my, with my, my kid, but I'm not, my mom just, no. So I've had been blessed with like my ex-husband's mother took me under her wing. Um, I mean, even after we had been divorced, still let me live with her, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, t you know, taught me a lot of lessons. I had my, I have my aunt, my mom's sister, totally opposite of my mother who is somebody that I was able to confide in and, you know, um, get to learn things, different things about the world, around the world around me, about myself and my feelings, my emotions, and that yeah. it's okay that, you know, I'm not feeling okay. Or, you know, she would validate my feelings and she, because I was so used to, oh, you're just, you're just being dramatic or you're just making that up or gaslighting. I was gaslit all the time and um really really my my issues when i say my issues had issues like they still my i still have issues don't get me wrong i mean i have i love therapy though i go for fun because it's just um, yeah. you know yeah so if you could kind of go back in time and you know go to yourself at five or six years old when all this stuff started and give yourself a piece of advice that you would listen to like what, what would you, what would you say? I would say that little voice that you hear and that feeling you get in your stomach, trust it, listen to it. I would say that. And I'd also say, don't listen to them. Their opinion of you doesn't matter. Don't listen to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and the bullies and all that right. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's none of your business what they think about you because at the end of the day, it's not. You can't live your life based off of other people's opinions of you. You just can't. Certain opinions of certain people matter, yes. I'm talking people I don't even know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you so I, much for having me. I mean, it was a me. fascinating story. Um, hopefully, you know, some people can learn some things from this and it gives you a little bit of an insight. But yeah, great. Thanks awesome. for coming. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, stay out of trouble and we'll see you in church. Thanks.